Hello guys, welcome back to another episode. Guys, I'm in my apartment. I'm in my friggin' apartment and I'm so happy and so excited. It's so freaking cute and it's just so cozy. Like I love it so much. This is what I needed. This is exactly what I needed. Um anyway, I've we've just been moving in and like getting everything actually settled cuz it's kind of in that weird place where like the big stuff is settled, but there are still a bunch of little things that don't have a home yet. So it's just kind of a mess and we also don't have a trash can. So we need to go get one, but we've just literally been using a trash bag, unfortunately, but um, we'll get all that stuff situated another day. That is not today's issue. So I'm not gonna worry about it. School starts tomorrow, literally starts at 8 a.m. tomorrow for me, and I know what you're thinking. 8 a.m.s do suck, don't get me wrong. Like, I would rather, there's such a difference between having an 8 a.m. and a 9 a.m. Like, that hour is just, it makes such a difference. Unfortunately, I didn't really have a choice, so I do have an 8 a.m., but like, it's honestly fine. I'm okay with it. I'm not, like, super happy about it. I'm not going to sit here and be like, yeah, that was my first choice. No, baby. No, not at all. But I'm fine with it. I'm an early bird anyway. I wake up pretty early. Or, at, like, fairly early. Um, at least for a college student. I'm usually, like, up and at them at, like, 7.30 or 8 on, like, a normal normal schedule but um yeah I'm kind of really excited about this semester this is the first semester in such a long time that I've actually been excited about something or not something just like about school starting and about like classes and everything I don't know I just I feel like recently school has just not been fun like, it is not something I am looking forward to, but I think starting my major, because I'm since I'm double majoring and I kind of just made that decision last semester, I'm starting my double major this semester. So it's kind of like it adds a new fun layer to it. So I'm really excited and I feel ready for the semester and I think I'm gonna have more fun than I have in the past because I don't know I don't know I really am gonna make it a point to go to football games and to be a part of things go tailgating all that kind of stuff I'm gonna be a tailgating girl and I'm going to go out as much as I can like, I don't want to, I don't know. Like, I I want to go out on the weekends. You know what I mean? That's what they're for. And I'm also, like, that's what you're supposed to do. And I have, I've not done that. Like, truly, I have not gone out consistently. And I need to. Sue me. So, and I'll be 21 in September. Are you joking? Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. I remember last year whenever I was turning 20, I am so sentimental about stuff like that. Like, I don't really, 
I don't know. I, I mean, I'm sentimental about really random stuff, but I don't think that's something that's random to be sentimental about. I was like, oh my God, I'm not going to be a teenager anymore. What? That's crazy. And I had like an epiphany about it. And then I feel like whenever you turn 21, like going from 20 to 21, it's like not as big of a, of a jump. But it's still like a milestone. I guess I can drink legally. So can't wait to have my first sip of alcohol ever. Um, ever in my life, I'll have my first sip of alcohol. Um, anyway, today we're talking about something completely random and kind of something that's bringing me back to my philosophical roots. I have not sat in a philosophy class. Well, I guess technically it was since like my freshman year, but that was not the philosophy I know and love. It was literally like math. Like, why were we doing math? I don't know. It was weird. But Mr. Parsons, if you're listening, this uh, like I'm rusty. I'm rusty. You know what I mean? But I'm going to try my best to um, bring back the philosophy that I know. I need to get my iPad because I have like I jotted down a couple of notes. Um, anyway, I'll do that in a second. But today I saw or not today, but a while ago. I saw Sean Johnson and her husband, Andrew East, or I guess she's Sean East, but um, they did a podcast episode. They have like a couples podcast, and I, I'm not really much of a big listener to their podcast, but I do love Sean, and whenever she posted this, I was like, oh, that's really interesting, and it was just the idea of soulmates and what soulmates are do they exist does it mean anything to say that someone is your soulmate I don't know just all of these philosophical questions and I love that I literally love that I think I've talked about this exact thing in philosophy before in my old philosophy class in high school so I don't know I'm excited to talk about it I think I'm gonna have definitely a different view than I used to have okay let me go get my iPad with my notes on it okay like I said like it philosophy sounds easy to talk about don't get me wrong like it sounds like you're just speaking your mind but when you really get into it you start contradicting yourself and it becomes like a lot more challenging so I'm a little rusty but I'm gonna be channeling my inner Parsons today. Um, anyway, I wanted to intro a little bit with, I guess, the definition before we get started of what a soulmate is. So it says a person ideally suited um, to another as a close friend or romantic partner. Today we're going to be talking about both um, just because I want to. I feel like anyone, like everyone only ever talk, uh, what? anyone only ever touches on the romantic partner soulmate idea but we're going to talk about both so I guess to preface um the idea of a soulmate someone being 
quote unquote born or made for you or you were made for them it's kind of this idea of predeterminism or I guess it suggests the idea of predeterminism um and I'm just gonna touch on that a little bit predeterminism is quote unquote all events of history past present or future have already been decided or are already known um in parentheses by god fate or some other force including human actions uh also philosopher john locke essentially believed i think i honestly now that i'm reading these i'm like is that true (laughs) because i feel like i have this like imposter syndrome i did this i literally did research but at the same time saying it out loud i'm like okay well actually don't quote me on that (laughs) i feel like unable to talk about anything philosophy but um he believed that every action we have um taken has a cause leading to the conclusion that all events that occur are based on past experiences or causes also like not just him obviously hundreds of philosophers were determinists but he was the first dude to come to my mind so anyway um so i guess talking about my opinion a little bit it's kind of shaky and not like firm i don't know like it's a tricky topic but i don't necessarily believe that we were literally made and birthed for the purpose of being with a singular human being that was also designed for us. Do you know what I mean? I don't think it's that black and white. I think that everything happens for a reason. Don't get me wrong. I am a firm believer in everything happening for a reason. Um, what is that reason? We don't know yet. You know what I mean? Like we're, we're not always going to be um all knowing of those things but i think let's say let me give an example let's say if you're in a class and you don't like your professor and you're like oh this class just not clicking with me i want to switch i'm over it you switch to a different class and you eventually end up meeting like your lifelong best friend that's great i think that that happened for a reason you know what i mean that's kind of what I mean by that. I'm really trying my best to not contradict myself here. I'm going to really try my best. But I believe that we as people, as human beings that have these very complex emotions, we are capable of sharing such a beautiful thing with other people, which is connection. Like even if it's like a very large scale on that is love is to share such a compatibility with someone else that you very you love them very deeply and um and that's a whole other complex thing but just to share a simple connection with someone that is such a meaningful thing and is something that is so beautiful but whenever it comes to finding one specific soul mate quote-unquote I think we were not just designed for one human being. Do I, like, I'm not saying that, like, being, is it called being polyamorous? Yes, I think so. I'm not saying anything about that. I am personally not 
poly and I don't think I could ever I, like I don't know I that's just not what I'm talking about today but I'm saying that we like I just don't believe that we were made for one human being specifically I think we are compatible with thousands and thousands of different human beings there are billions of us in the world like we are definitely compatible with so many um I think it boils down to you being solely committed to one person so in that case being with someone just because you believe that they're your soulmate just maybe maybe that's based on what you guys have clicked about before like you like the same things and you have the same humor and you just click you know I think that that's amazing and I think that those people hold such a deep purpose in your life but at the same time dating and loving someone and committing to someone is so not that simple I think it's not always easy and it's not always like rainbows and happiness and it's hard and it can get very messy at times you know and I think a version of a soulmate or my version of a soulmate I guess is realizing that it's not all easy and that you know we have our differences and we have these things that are messy but I choose you anyway and I would rather go through hard times with you and I would rather stick it out than to have it all easy with someone else. Do you know what I mean? I don't know if any of that actually made sense. But it's kind of the same as being okay to argue and to go through those hard things with that one person that you're committed to rather than just having it rainbows and sunshine with someone completely different you know what I mean and I think that that's such a beautiful thing to share with someone and to like both have a respect and trust and commitment there being like I love you and I care about you and I'm committed to you not necessarily like saying I was literally born for you and you were born for me and I don't know I just again I just don't think it's that black and white and I I think that we are I don't want to repeat myself a bunch but I'm probably going to but I just I don't think that we are just compatible with one human being like I said I think that it just comes down to who you're willing to be like okay I'm so committed to you and I love you so much and I want to spend my all my years with you xyz you know what I mean you get the gist okay okay moving on to the platonic soulmate which I think is really interesting because I feel like I don't really hear much about that I more so just hear about the romantic soulmate that's pretty common but I think what's interesting about a platonic soulmate um or the idea of the of a platonic soulmate whatever is very similar to that of a romantic one you're just 
obviously not romantically involved with them. Um, I have a best friend. I feel like a lot of people throw that term around, but truly, she is my best friend since we were like actual children. And I was just telling my boyfriend last night, we were going through randomly. We were like, what are our top three like favorite human beings ever? Like just our favorite humans. And she is literally my favorite human being. Like truly, I mean, I'm not going to get into that right now. Love my parents, love my siblings, (laughs) love my loved ones. But, um, but no, yeah, she is just my rock, my best friend, my soulmate. I love her. Um, not actually, that was a pun, no pun intended. But anyway, I want to talk about a twin flame for a second. Now, I didn't do much research about a twin flame because that is like the equivalent of a platonic soulmate. I think I actually don't. Is a twin flame meant to be... Okay, so a twin flame, it says an intense soul connection with someone thought to be a person's other half. So, I don't know if this is necessarily romantic or if it can be romantic. I don't really know. But I think it's so interesting to think about the idea of a twin flame. Now, listen, I don't know if all that is, like, real and... Like, I don't know, okay? I'm not Jesus. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist. Relax. But I don't know. I think it's really interesting to think about. And I think that a twin flame is more of, like, a platonic relationship that you have with someone else. I, like I've said before, whenever it comes to romantic partners, I don't think that you are born with someone like someone is born for you and vice versa like you are not born for someone else for the sole purpose of like being in someone's life and being with someone I just don't think that we are born for a singular purpose of that but whenever it comes to like my best friend I think I was supposed to meet her and be do life with her. Do you know what I mean? And I'm just going to use her as an example just because I think like most people have that person in their life. But I think that those people are are meant to be in their life, your life, that they're supposed to be there. But I don't think it's necessarily a predetermined ideology that like they were placed because of a certain reason like because they're your soulmates they're placed in your life you know what I mean this conversation would be so much better with with a philosopher with me I need Mr. Parsons here in this episode I don't know why I didn't invite him he needs to be here because listen I'm repeating myself and I'm probably contradicting myself and I didn't do enough research or didn't but I needed to have like a full philosophy um, podcast episode with all my old philosophy peeps. I should totally ask them about that. I will. But 
anyway that's like kind of all i have i honestly could go on and on but yeah i just thought that that was such a cool interesting topic that is a little bit not controversial but like i don't know i feel like it could get into nitty-gritty of like some friendships and relationships but yeah in conclusion i i just don't think it's black and white which is why it's such a hard philosophical conversation because it's really hard to not go back and forth and that's a rule like if you're gonna argue for a side you gotta really argue for a side and so I think it would just be a lot easier if I was with someone else talking about this so I totally should have done that but anyway yeah I think I think it's a really cool idea to have someone as a soulmate I just don't think it's necessarily like this person is you as a soul in a different but I don't I don't know but anyway that's all I have for you guys this week I am so excited to update you guys about the semester I am excited I just don't I'm a little overwhelmed I'm a little overwhelmed I don't know I don't know, like, girl, I just, I I want a day off. I want a day off of everything to just relax, but you know what I mean? It's fine. It's fine. I think this semester is going to be so great, and if you've already started school, I'm so excited for you, and I hope it's going amazing, and if you're starting tomorrow like I am, then I wish you the best, and I love you. And I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.